Merry Christmas. I hope you all had a good day yesterday. Can I get an amen? How many people here ate too much? How many people here didn't sleep enough? Oh, okay. Well, this afternoon is always a good time to nap. I know that that is one thing I always do on Sunday afternoons. Even when we have people over for lunch, I kick them out and say, I'm going to go to, I got to take a nap. I got to go. And then all of a sudden we hear the doorbell ring and it's our grandchildren and then we get no napping. But it's okay. Well, we want to welcome you this morning. We're going to do something a little different. So I'm going to invite my, my, my brother, my pastor friend here, uh, Victor, who's going to come and we're going to just do it a little bit different today. Uh, one of the reasons why is that we want to just kind of, uh, we, we feel like uh, uh, togetherness is kind of a, a wonderful thing, and we want to kind of do some things together. Uh, well, I'll let you kind of share the thought at the beginning, so you go first. Now, I, I, I tried Bahasa in the first gathering, wow. so if you struggle with English, I will help you. Sure. I don't think he struggles with English like I struggle with Bahasa. Sometimes so, yeah. I do struggle. Hi, good morning. Merry Christmas. Um, we did a different thing in the Bahasa. Can we do um, something different in, the, in this one too? So Christmas morning is always a family time. You know, when you sit in the living room uh, all together. So can we make that vibe this morning? Can you like, hear him? Is he loud enough? Me? Is it loud enough? Okay, okay. Good, good. Can you imagine? Just imagine. I'm going to sit down now. With yeah, you do whatever you want, man. Can you imagine? We're in the living room. We're a big family. This is a big family. There's a lot of members here. Okay. We're a big family. Uh, they're sisters, brothers, and then we're sitting in the living room. We're going to just do a Christmas talk together. We share. Are you imagining that? Do you need candles? Okay. Music? My wife likes the, the candles that give off the pine scent so that we can feel pine like scents. we have a Christmas tree in the house. Okay. Is there any other unique scents that you burn in your house? Lavender. Who likes lavender? My wife likes lavender. Yeah, lavender is a good one. Okay. You got the vibe? We're in the living room, yeah? This is a, this is a big uh, family. I'm the firstborn. This is Opa Don. <laughs> Continues to insult me. Continues to insult me. Okay. But I'll allow the young guy without any wisdom to come up and share with me. <laughs> Thank you. So we're going to start with uh, checking some uh, Christmas checklists. Have you done? Uh, we did. You mentioned you already gather with your family. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, we always kind of do the same thing. How about we present? always go over and watch the, chi- the kids, oh. uh, the children open up presents. Yeah. Oh, presents done? Yeah. Check. Uh, Christmas Eve is done. How many here was here Ooh, at Christmas Eve? Awesome times, Sunday night. Uh, Friday night was amazing. Okay. Um, Christmas message. Have you have you sent some Christmas message? Oh, to my family. Yeah, yeah. we yeah, especially like my daughter. She's in America, so we always you know we send her a message and video and all that stuff. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, what else that we do in Christmas morning? Visit, eat, eat done. Eat always eat. Yeah, yeah. always eat. Yeah. Okay, um, I think the next one will be, okay, real meaning of Christmas. Have you got, has anyone here uh, know what real meaning of Christmas is? Who is it about? Who is it about? Somebody say Santa. Did someone just say Santa? <laughs> so Christmas is about? Jesus. Okay, so that's done. I think we're done. Yeah, yeah well, happy since Sunday. we got the message, you, we can go home now, Sunday. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. We're no, yeah, so I'll, I'll tell you one thing, though. I'm, I'm, like, today's Sunday, so I'm always mm-hmm. a bit, like, kind of uh, 
I want to say like sad. It's like over, you yeah. know, like yeah. it's kind of, you know, we're, you know, when I think back and I think back of, you know, uh, and I'll tell you a sad story that my great grandfather uh, started a church, a really small church mm-hmm. in right near where we live. And uh, last night was the last service oh, what happened? that they had in that building uh, because it's quite old and they finally sold it. And so it was the last service. So that was really sad. So what are, what are they going to do next? Uh, I don't know what they're going to do. That's okay. the thing. That's what's sad about it. So that's, um, I would say, it's that situation where you're in between, in the transition. Yeah. Um, and I think this is a very odd date, the 26th. This is a day after Christmas. Would you agree that this is like the odd, the odd dates between the Christmas hype and New Year's hype, and you don't know how you're going to feel in this in between, yeah, you can be sad because Christmas is over, but you're kind of actually welcoming a new year, so you're supposed to be happy, and you're not sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> in between, yeah. Actually, there's a there's a, a similar situation in the Bible. Let's uh, open the book of Ezra. Is that how you say it? In Ezra, Ezra, yeah, Ezra. Okay, Ezra. same thing. Ezra, yeah. uh, chapter three, verse eleven to thirteen. This is Israelites having the same moment of transition and some kind of situation where they are in between. Mm. So they just got out from Babylon. Is that okay? Babylon. And then they are now trying to build a new, um, a new church. Yeah, a new temple, yeah. A new temple. So I'm going to read Ezra 3. His English is really good, by the way, I noticed. A lot better than my boss. Yeah. I'm trying. <laughs> Yeah, sorry guys, my English is not my first language. If if I don't know what I'm saying, I, nanti, uh, I'll say it in Bahasa aja, biar gampang. Okay, Ezra 3, 11, ayat 13. 3, verse 11. Three, I can verse 11, like 13. With praise and thanksgiving, they sang to the Lord. He is good. His love toward Israel endures forever. And all the people gave a great shout. Shout! <laughs> Sometimes, so, okay, let's pause for okay. a second. Okay, I want to say something. Sometimes, um, I get this a lot. Uh, we Christian tend to read the Bible like we're not, we're not putting ourselves into the story. That's why sometimes like young people come to me, it's like, oh, reading Bible is boring. No, you're boring. <laughs> <laughs> Because you're not putting yourself into the, the story. You're not putting yourself into the character. I'm going to try one more time. With praise and thanksgiving, they sang to the Lord. He is good. His love towards Israel endures forever. And all the people gave a great shout. Praise the Lord. There you go. Of praise to the Lord. Because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. But many of the elders, priests, and Levites, and family heads who had seen the former temple wept aloud when they saw the foundation of this temple being I'm laid. not going to weep because then it'll say I'm old. <laughs> okay. <laughs> While many others shouted for joy. Verse 13, no one could distinguish the sound of the shouts of joy from the sounds of weeping because the people made so much noise and the sound was heard far away. So you get this idea that when you look back, 
Sometimes you're sad, but when you look forward, you can get happy. And that's kind of the, what we want to talk about today. We want to talk about this in-between time, and, because that's where we are right now. We're leaving 2021, and we're entering 2022. And I would say to you that many times when you look back, especially over the last two years even, you could be quite sad. Some of you struggle in your businesses. Some of you, you know, it's amazing how we tend to uh, focus on like the negative things. I don't know why mm. the negative things always play such a big role in our lives. Uh, but when we look forward, and I actually truly believe that, that in 2022, this is going to be a year of breakthrough. I feel that in my spirit. I think we're going to have a breakthrough. Something uh, new is going to happen. God's going to do some new things. And so I want to, we want to kind of look towards the future. And, and that's what I want to do today. And as, as I began to read in the Christmas story, uh, I began to think, of, and actually it was something that Pastor uh, Victor said uh, maybe two or three weeks ago when you were speaking. Um, he said something, and it just kind of sparked this thought in my mind. He said this. He said that the Magi, the, the Magi, uh, it said that they, they saw the, the star in the sky. And they went, they came from the east. It says here, I'll, I'll read it just so we can get on, on, on course here. Matthew chapter uh, 2 it says, After Jesus was born in Bethlehem uh, in Judea during the time of Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw the star when it rose and, and have come to worship him. Now, Victor did some research and he said this, and it really sparked me, that it's very possible it took the Magi one to two years to go from where they were to finding Jesus in the manger in Bethlehem. And so I'm thinking back and I'm saying, okay, let's imagine that we're kind of like the Magi right now. That we are like in a place where we see this, what I would say, breakthrough. We see this star, right? But we haven't experienced uh, Jesus yet. When, now, standing up a second sure. here. When, when Jesus, when, when, we, when, when uh, Pastor Victor said, you know, what's the reason for the season? Everyone said Jesus. We know that Jesus is the reason for the season. But how many here experienced Jesus in the last couple of days? Anybody? Anybody experienced Jesus? Yeah, because there's a difference between knowing and experiencing. And so here's these magi, and they're looking at a star. And it's one to two years before they actually see this guy, see this baby. They, it, so for two years, or one to two years, they walked in faith, believing that God was, going, that God was in their future that they were going to experience him. And that's kind of the first uh, principle I want to share today is that uh, they, these men, they prepared, they prepared, pre English, prepared, prepared. That's how you say it. Yeah. Sorry, sometimes my, my accent struggles with certain words. Yeah. They were prepared to worship him, worship him before they even ever saw him. So I want you to think of next year. Are you prepared to worship him when you see him. Like, are you ready? Because they were ready to worship him as soon as they saw him. They weren't like waiting. 
Like it wasn't all of a sudden, oh, I see him, now it's time. Like they were already anticipating a moment where they would see the king and they were ready to worship him. It reminds me of uh, Hebrews chapter 11 where it says that the people, I'll just kind of quote it out of uh, chapter 11. It says that these people received a promise that they followed and they never even saw it uh, even, even after they died. They like died before they even saw the promise. But they were walking in faith. And so I want to tell you today, the first principle I want to share with you is that get ready now. Mm-hmm. Get ready to worship Him now in 2022 when you see Him. Because I guarantee you, you will see Him. Can I get an amen? Amen. We will see Him. Yes. He will show Himself. And if we're not ready uh, and prepared now, it's kind of like it's like an afterthought. It's kind of like, uh, and then I'll, and I'll let you go to the next one, but it, it's like uh, when I came to uh, Carol's house uh, the first time when we first started dating, uh, I came to Carol's house uh, and she didn't tell her family that I was coming. Matter of fact, the family thought it was going to be a different guy. <laughs> they were not prepared when I walked in the door. And actually, I know that what happened later, I found out what happened later, her father had a gift for a beau to come, one of her boyfriends, but had, his, had the wrong name on it. So he actually went in the other room and oh, peeled the no. name off and came out and gave it to me, you know? Yeah. So he kind of wasn't, he was somewhat prepared, but he wasn't really prepared. I'm telling you right now, get prepared, like the Magi, to worship the king in 2000. And 22. And then I'll let you go. <laughs> well, that word prepared actually sparked something in, in my being. I don't know, every time I heard that word prepared, it's just, I get, I get excited. I got, um, I don't know, it touched something in me, in my being. How many knows prepared happen in advance? Amen. That's why it's, it's called prepared. If it's after, then it's post-prayer. I don't know, English. <laughs> I might have to translate that one. Yeah. So uh, I want to talk about they, the Magi, prepared their offering in advance. They actually came with the uh, offerings. Um, when, when we say offerings in Bahasa, mereka nyiapin persembahannya sejak awal, di awal. But it's not only talking about persembahan. Tapi mereka juga nyiapin penyembahannya. So they're not only prepare their offering. I believe they prepare their worship in advance. Now, how many of you have been in a... Now, now I'm getting excited too. <laughs> how many of you have been in a tension between um, urgent and important? How many of you have been in a tension between urgent versus important? For me, I struggle with the words urgent. I don't think I believe in urgent because, I don't know, somebody taught me that urgent is important things unprepared. Gak ada hal yang mendesak sebenarnya. Hal mendesak itu hal yang penting important things yang gak disiapin 
that you didn't prepare for. So when it comes to the time, it becomes urgent because it is important, so you have to do it now. Now, now. In Bahasa, it's, a, it's Pastor Don's favorite word, mendesak, mendesak. Yes. Every time she said, mendesak, oh, okay, mendesak. it has to be now. But urgency is actually important things unprepared. So maybe I ask you a question. Is it important to worship God? Is it important to offer something to God? Now, some of us, we are pretty good with preparing stuff. Um, not, and now I'm going to talk about, we, we are prepared in our life. Here. Um, I'm talking about stuff like we have life insurance. That's a good preparation. We have um, car, insurance. car insurance. We have um, dana pension. What do you call that? Savings account, we have emergency fund, but did, do you notice that we always, we are pretty good at preparing for the worst stuff to come, but not good stuff to come. Like, like Pastor Don said, we believe that God is going to do something. There's going to be breakthrough in your life. There's going to be breakthrough in your family. There's going to be breakthrough in this church. Are you prepared to welcome that? When it happens, are you already putting something beforehand in advance to welcome that? Or later you're going to find some, uh, yourself um, like those things become urgent. Oh gosh, Sunday, oh, I'm going to talk about Sunday. Can I talk about Sunday a little bit? Okay, Sunday. Preparation for Sunday, I don't know about you, but Sunday is very important for me. Like serving at church on Sunday is very important for me. I know I try to be normal, I can't. But Sunday, serving at church on Sunday is important to me. So for me, preparing for Sunday doesn't start at Saturday. Preparing for Sunday start Monday. I gotta make sure I sleep early on Saturday. Hello? So on Monday, I look at my Saturday, I have to sleep at at least 9 p.m. That way I can get up early on Sunday. That's how preparation works, pre, in advance. So yeah, we, we have faith. We look forward for 2022. Big things will come from our church, from our family, from our life. What can we start now? to make, to welcome important things, to be able to give something good to God. And I think, you know, they, it's interesting because uh, I'm, I'm imagining, like, like uh, Victor said, you put yourself in the story, here's the Magi, you know, and they see the star, and they say that's the sign of the king, and they, they don't immediately stop following. The first, I think the first thing they're saying, oh, I gotta get ready, I gotta, I gotta get ready to give something, to give, to give the king when I see him. So it's this idea of uh, Hebrews again. The uh, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. 
So when they were were carrying, you know, the gold, frankincense, and myrrh, they were already ready. Like like Victor said, they they didn't have. It wasn't urgent to them. They were already. It was already important, yeah. and they were anticipating yeah. seeing the king. So are you ready to see the king? Are you got something to give him? Uh, ready to pour out to him, and, and whether it's worship, and uh, we're not just talking about money here. We're just talking about having your being ready, because I believe that we will see the King in 2022. And then the third principle is this: I find it very interesting that the Magi gave to a baby in a manger to two uh, a couple that was very poor and very young. In a stinky place. See, I mean, when you put yourself there, I mean, it's like, you know, we see the, we see the pictures, you know, of like, like when they walked into the manger. I'm sure that the, the, when they walked into the manger, that the, the trough that they were in was glowing. Right? Because that's what we see all the time, right? Like, it was just glowing. There was like just this, this amazing glow. There was that no. halo on the baby. That's why, I, you know, this idea is silent night. You know, if you read the words of silent night, it says, uh, no crying he make. That's, that's baloney. I'm sure he was crying. When he was hungry, I'm sure he was crying. Yeah. And it stunk and it smelled and it was just a place, uh, like who would have ever thought? And, 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 and so, but yet, they gave there, they were ready, they were willing, and they gave to a baby. It was kind of like a seed faith. They saw it way in advance. They saw that this baby was going to be a king. Didn't look like a king. Didn't act like a king. Didn't have robes like a king. The parents didn't look like a king. None of that. So I believe that coming into 2022, if first of all, you're not prepared, to worship, if you haven't prepared your heart, and you haven't got yourself ready, and you're, then you won't even see yeah. the seeds in 2022 that God is placing all over the place, and mm -hmm. you won't give in to them. You won't, you won't pour into them because you won't even see it because you're not looking, because you're not ready, because you're waiting for something big. There's a verse that says, despise not the day of new beginnings. It's like a seed, a mustard seed, small. And we got to be ready to invest into something that is God, but it's looking very small at the time. This is exactly what the Magi did. And I just think it's amazing. Uh, uh, I'm reminded of a story uh, just like two weeks ago. Uh, I went to Flores and I was telling uh, the, the friend I was with how I, I have a spiritual gift. If you guys don't know this spiritual gift, it's something that God has given me long ago. I have a spiritual gift of losing things. No one can lose things better than me. I'm convinced it's from God. I'm convinced that I have a great gifting over it. And I left this in coupon in the airport. I left this in the coupon. And it wasn't until I was on the plane and I felt bad. My friend was sitting next to me. He was sleeping. And you know how you're in that like, place where you're just about ready to fall asleep and all of a sudden you realize something? And I jumped and I woke him up. And he's like, what? I said, where's my bag? <laughs> and I realized I had left this. 
I didn't even know where I left it. I thought I left it at the gate, but I didn't. I left it at, uh, we were getting Sotayam, and I left it at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. And uh, of course, the, the flight attendant, he saw right away that, that, um, uh, that I was like anxious, and he asked what it was. I said, I, 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 left, my, I left my iPad in coupon. And he goes, okay, there's nothing I can do now, but when we land, I will, I will make some phone calls. And he was so gracious. He was so gracious. I mean, he made at least four or five phone calls, you know, and, and over and he just kept going after it over and over again. And, 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 and they found it. Amazingly, they actually found it. Uh, I left my computer in New York uh, airport too once and they found that too. So I not only have the gift of losing things, God has the gift of finding things for me. But um, what he didn't know, this guy, what he didn't know when he found it, I wanted to give him a blessing. You know, I, I wanted to give him a blessing. He's like, no, I don't want anything. What he didn't know is that my friend who I was with, who didn't look like anybody because he was wearing shorts and a t-shirt, he was just, we had been on the road for three days and you know, he just, you wouldn't have thought anything of this man. He knows the son of Lion Air owner. And he said to the man, he said, can I have your number and your name, your ID? And he didn't even know that this man, so later, my friend called the son of the uh, owner of the Lion Air and said, this man, this flight attendant was amazing. I want you to make sure that you, you know, let the company know, blah, 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 blah. See, because you never know who you're investing in. The Bible says it. You sometimes are meeting angels and you don't even know it. So if we're not ready to worship, if we're not prepared to give into something that we see, and if we're not looking in advance for something that maybe looks like a seed, but is an amazing King of Kings and Lord of Lords, then we won't be able to give into those things that God has prepared for us in 2020. You get it? <laughs> okay. Um... I'm going to close with scriptures from Haggai 2, verse 9. How are we doing in the living room? We're good? <laughs> Haggai 2, verse 9. It says, The glory of this present house will be greater. Say it with me, greater. The glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of a former house, says the Lord Almighty. And this place I will grant peace, declares the Lord Almighty. I'm going to read it in Bahasa too. Adapun rumah ini, kemegahannya yang kemudian akan melebihi kemegahannya yang semula. Firman Tuhan semesta alam, dan di tempat ini aku akan memberi damai sejahtera. Demikianlah firman Tuhan semesta alam. I believe God has greater promise for this house. There's greater promise for your house. Greater promise for our life. Are we going to be ready to welcome those prom promise? So don't be like the old guys like us who cry about the past and say, oh, the good old days. Because I actually believe that Next year is definitely going to be better than this year. 
Amen? Amen. Can I get an amen? Amen. So let's prepare ourselves for that. And, and in so doing, you know, communion is a wonderful way to prepare our hearts. So I'm going to ask that you, uh, and if you're online, I'm sorry I didn't warn you, we're having communion today. So if you run in your, into the kitchen and grab a cracker or a loaf of bread or whatever, uh, leftover, whatever, from shomai from yesterday, you know, uh, and get some juice. If we'd all stand together, let's all stand together. And I want us to just, just without, before we play any music, I want us to just try to close our eyes and get our hearts ready for 2022. Let's make this our prayer. Lord, you are a bright and morning star and you are in our future. We know you're there. Lord, just like uh, Pastor Victor said, Lord, Lord, we want to build up a, <laughs> a, an offering right now that, Lord God, when we see you next year, we're ready to pour in to that very seed, that very thing that you're doing in our lives. And Lord, the best way we can do that, Lord, is to have communion with you. So I'd just like you to raise up the, your communion bread Again, I like what Pastor Victor said in the first gathering. He said, this is my body, which is broken for you. And and there's an exchange that can happen. We can exchange health for sickness. We can exchange uh, sorrow for joy. As the Bible says, we can exchange uh, beauty for the ashes that we give. So if there's any uh, place in your life where you need healing, exchange it with Jesus right now. Your body was broken for us, Lord. By your stripes, we are healed. Open the eyes of our heart, Lord God, that we might see you and be ready to give to you in the future. In Jesus' name, let us partake of the bread. When it comes to the cup, both the past and the present and the future have nothing but joy. Yeah. Because he shed his blood for the forgiveness of sin that we can have forgiveness now in the blood of Jesus. And he said... I will not drink again until I drink with you in paradise. Lord, I'm so glad that we will have communion with you in heaven. But Lord, we don't have to wait to heaven to have that communion. Holy Spirit, come and fill our hearts now as we partake of your communion and and you forgive us of all our sins. Lord, fill us with the Holy Spirit that we would see you in everything we say and do. So we're thankful for what you did on the cross. We thank you for your shed blood. 
We thank you for forgiveness of sin. And we thank you that we will be with you in paradise. In Jesus' name, amen. Let us partake.